I would like to welcome everybody back to Chilling with Dylan podcast. Today's guest is a legend, back-to-back All-Stars champion. She has multiple names, John A. Mannion, 500K John A., Queen of Challenge All-Stars, um, back-to-back champion. I could keep going, but you get the point. Queen of CrossFit. We have a great conversation um, stemming from her days in endurance all the way to winning All-Stars 3 and more. Um, it's one of my favorites I've done so far. I hope you guys all enjoy it. I also want to say my social media links are all down below. That's where you can join for the poster from Challenge Mania Live Kansas City. Yes, I'm giving away a Kansas City Challenge Mania Live poster. It is signed by John A., by Wes Bergman, by Ronnie Martin, by Naya Moore, by Melinda Collins, by Casey Cooper, Darrell Taylor, Nehemiah Clark, um, Tina Bridges. Mark Long, I'm sorry, I was trying to think of everybody that signed it. Katie Cooley, um, yeah, so this is the giveaway episode. When I drop the John A. poster on my Instagram, you have to like the picture, like it, following both my Instagram, Chillin' with Dylan Pod, and my personal, at the Dylan Deckard, and then you just have to comment on John A., on the John A. poster, your favorite John A. memory. It could be All-Stars, it could be Endurance, it could be the flagship, you just have to comment something, right? So all you have to do to win is like the John A poster on my Chilling with Dylan pod Instagram, follow Chilling with Dylan pod, follow the Dylan Decker on Instagram, and then comment your favorite John A, your favorite John A moment. I will pick one of the submissions and they will be sent a poster signed by all of those challengers. Enjoy the episode. Chilling with Dylan, chilling with Dylan. Good vibes and such an incredible feeling. The podcast that you need and want. Interviews with reality TV stars. Uh, so entertaining. Now you don't want to miss. Uh, real as it gets, never know what to expect. Uh, got a rep jersey, I thought I told you. Yes, indeed. Every week, got a brand new poster while I'm hey, chilling with Dylan, chilling with Dylan. Hey, chilling with Dylan, chilling with Dylan. Let's go. Forget to do that. Okay. That'll be really bad. Um, and then I'll just get the yeah. intro. Oh going. my gosh, imagine, imagine. Yeah, I literally there was one time. I don't know if you watch Big Brother. Um I don't, but I, I obviously know what it is. Yeah. But. So there was somebody last season, Hannah Chatta, and I did the whole intro in the first question I forgot to record. So I was like, Can okay. we can we redo this, please? She was so nice. Yeah, I just I pretend was, like yeah. that didn't happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. The next guest on the Chilling with Dylan podcast has been one of the most requested guests. She has multiple names. She's known as John A. Mannion, 500K John A., the queen of challenge all-stars, back-to-back champion. Um, am I missing anything, John A.? How are you doing today? <laughs> How's life in Nashville doing, for you? I'm doing good. Uh, life in Nashville has uh, been pretty crazy. I mean, this past weekend, we had uh, Challenge Mania in Nashville, so... Needless to say, um, it's taken me a couple days to kind of get back to normal. And I still feel like, you know, I'm uh, recovering. (laughs) So I think that's the first time. I think that's the first time we've had like that many Cancun people in the same room. I think we were like, CJ and I were trying to think of it. And it's been like 10 years since we've all been together, you know? I was about to say, we had four people from Cancun, the whole battle of season Uh back together. What yeah. was that just like being in the same room together? Because I think Derek said it's been 10 years since he's seen CJ. Yeah, so same. What was, what was that reunion like for you guys? Um, it was so surreal. It was like, it was crazy. So like a couple days before Challenge Mania, CJ like 
DM'd me and he was just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you guys are all going to be together. I'm so close. Like I should have, I should have, who's calling me? Sorry. You're good. Send a voicemail. Sorry. Um, Oh, where'd you go? Okay. Uh, CJ, yeah. A couple days before uh, he was like, you know, he said, hey, well, you guys are all going to be together. I should have planned it better. Uh, like, I wish I could be there. And I was just like, dude, there's still time. And I was like, matter of fact, I'm like, you should come out here. And I'm like, do not tell Derek or Jacqueline. Like, I want to pull off my first successful surprise ever. Um, I'm one of those people that like, if I get you an early gift or something, I'm like, hey, it's your birthday. Guess what I got you? Because I just like, I can't ever keep surprises a secret. Yeah. So, but this one was successful. Um, I have a video that I'm going to post eventually when I get around to it. But um, CJ like walked into our Airbnb and Jasmine was just like, she thought somebody was like breaking in and she's like, what the hell? And then she just stared at him and then it took her, you could see on her face, it took her a few minutes. She was just like, oh! and then she just started crying. And then Derek started screaming, everybody started hugging. It was so cute, but um yeah it was so surreal and I was just like this is crazy because if you guys think about it this is like the entire battle of the seasons team yeah and matter of fact the last time we were together was 10 years ago filming battle of the season so it was fun a lot of fun do you still talk to all your roommates from Cancun um so I see let's see last time I saw Aya was at Mark's 50th birthday party I haven't really kept in contact with CJ but like just you know here and there through social media um, I obviously keep in contact with Derek because it's like anytime I go back home to Arizona, I see him and I, you know, recently, you know, seen him and Jasmine. So I would say out of everybody, I keep in touch with them the most. Um, Emily is uh, every once in a while as well. Um, I have not spoken to Joey or Bronnie in years. So, um, but yeah, everybody else, we pretty much keep in touch through social media. And then I would say Derek and Jasmine and Emily, I keep in touch with on like a regular basis. So. Cool. Do you think you guys would be interested in a homecoming? Yeah, I've been asked this before and yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that the homecoming is like, they're doing like older seasons. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's the same thing as, you know, when I saw that Mark posted about all-stars back when he did, huh. I was just like, oh, that's so cool that they're doing that. I hope everybody gets to do it. But I never like considered myself an OG. So I was just like, oh, I, I hope they get that show and never even thought, considered yeah. myself for it. So, I mean, obviously if we were asked, definitely. Um, but I would say that, you know, we're one of the more recent seasons that has seen, you know, each other on the show, maybe not everybody together. I think it'd be pretty epic to get everybody yeah. together in the city, but yeah, I mean, I I've, absolutely would do it. I've been messaging with Naya because I'm going to interview Naya mm -hmm. in a couple of weeks and she's really pushing for a Portland reunion. And she was um, like yeah. two or three years after you. Yeah. yeah. She's okay. What do you think? Because obviously they show those TV screens and bring drama up. Um, a lot of the drama in your show revolved around Joey. And then there was mm -hmm. drama with you and Jasmine. Um, how do you mm -hmm. think that would be bringing that all back up to you guys? What is it? 10, 11 years later? Yeah. Let's see. Uh... Camden was in 09, so 13. 13, wow, that was off. Well, I think that, you know, All-Stars 2 is kind of our our chance to kind of, you know, not necessarily bring up, you know, old drama on screens, but I think that, you know, it's the first time we've seen each other in a long time. And, you know, we're in different places now. You know, we've obviously grown up. We both live different lives. And, you know, I think that now that we're older, we have a better understanding of not only ourselves, but each other back then. 
if that makes sense. Like, I feel like I now understand more about Jasmine as a person and even like my faults, like, like who I was 13 years ago. And I can now see from an outside point of view, looking into the past, like what exactly caused all that drama. And it was a lot of it, you know, it was just us being young, but a lot of it was my own faults too. So you know, I think that all starts to kind of gave us that chance to kind of like reconnect and, you know, become close again. And, you know, I think that maybe people expected Jasmine and I to like not get along like we used to. But like I said, we've both grown so much that, you know, now the people we are today, it's completely different than we were back then. So Um, so a couple, I told you earlier, we have a, like over 60 listener questions. Oh gosh, let's get to them. <laughs> well, one of them I want to get to really quick. Cause we're kind of on that topic. They want to know about your casting story for the real world, because you had a different story being with somebody, you know, Derek, I mean, you guys mm-hmm. work at the same place. So how did that casting process go for you to end up in Cancun? Okay. So first of all, when we did the after show stuff for what was it? Season three, they're like, Oh, we're going to watch your casting tape. And I was just like, I I don't have a casting tape. Matter of fact, I remember I went through the whole like final interview. They're like, okay, John A, we really need you to send in the casting tape so we have it for the show. And I was like, okay. And then I never sent it in. Yeah. Um, but the casting process for me was pretty interesting. Um, I was in hair school. I was just about to graduate. So I couldn't miss any more time than I had already missed. And um, I believe I was looking at like MySpace, like that's how long ago it was. Um, and there was like a bulletin that's like, oh, try it for season 22. So I clicked on it. And then me and my friend were sitting there. His name's Chad. Um, but we were sitting there and like, oh my gosh, it's on Saturday. And I'm like, oh, I can't miss a Saturday. Okay, maybe I'll miss like half a day, you know? And then so we went and then they do this whole thing where they like sit you in a group of 10 people. And I, I kid you not, I did not say one word. I didn't say anything. And everybody's like talking over everybody, trying to get noticed and whatever. And then the last thing, like, oh, you know, give us one word to describe yourself or something. And that was literally the only time I spoke. And so um, then I don't know if the person interviewing was just like, oh, that's interesting. Like, we'll have her fill out this, this packet, right? So you have to fill out this packet that's like a 44 page, all about you, your life story, all this stuff, right? So I was just like, oh my gosh, I don't have time for this, but I mean, I'll do it because Chad, my friend, he, you know, didn't make it past the circle group thing. And then he was like waiting outside for me or something like that. And then I just, I remember calling him and like, hey, like I have to do this other, this next part, like, so maybe you should go back to school. Um, And then I was sitting there filling all this stuff out, right? And then in walks Derek, he was like a few rounds behind me. And he's just like, hey, girl. And it's like, everybody's like dead silent, like, you know, filling out their homework packet. And I was just like, oh my gosh. I'm like, do you want to cover my shift tonight at work? And he's like, nope, absolutely not. I do not want to. And I'm just like, dang it, you know? Um, But it was, I, I just specifically remember that. And then we went, so the next day or two or whatever, you know, I remember seeing Derek and he's just like, hey, did they call you for the next round? And I was like, no, they didn't call me. So I, at that point, I was just like, I guess I don't make it, you know? Um, and I think I think what really, looking back at it now, what really got me casted was whoever's job, you know, it was to go through all those papers, right? Um, I didn't make enough of an, an impression at first. So I wasn't one of the, like, oh, let's definitely pick her. Um, it was whoever read my packet and my paperwork, 
you know, read into my background and they're like, oh shit, this girl has an interesting story. Like maybe we should hit her up. So Derek had already made it to the next round and he's all excited. And I was like, oh, good for you, whatever. And then like something crazy, like a week later, they called me and they're like, hey, so we want to know if you're interested in the next round. And I'm just like, that's weird. Like, why are you calling me so much later than him? And so the whole time we kept like comparing, like, did you make it to the next round? What do you think? And then the closer we got to the finals, I remember Derek and I, we like had made a pact. We're like, let's not say we know each other, even though it's like so dumb. Cause it's like, you fill out like where you work, where you live, all this stuff. It's like, we obviously work at the same place. Um, but we, we like made this pact. We're like, we're not going to say that we know each other. Right. So we both make it to the finals and I called Derek before. I was like, okay, you're not saying anything. Right. And he's like, no, 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 this bitch. Okay. <laughs> I get pulled into because it's like when you're in the final interview process they like pull you into these rooms so you can't see the other people mm-hmm. and I got pulled into this room and I remember looking around and I see all these tapes and it was like old seasons of the real world or something I don't know it was a video room and the Jim Johnson um he was like hey so I hear you may know another cast member and I remember because I'm just like one of those writer that people I was just like I don't know what you're talking about you know <laughs> like even though he's like asking me and he's like no no no. he's like it's okay it's okay like don't worry if we like both of you we'll cast both of you you know and I was just like I thought it was supposed to be a story about strangers and so I thought that at that point like my minor his chance was ruined first of all I was mad at Derek because I was like you told me you weren't going to tell anybody yeah. um <laughs> so I was like I don't know if he said something or what happened but yeah, that was the process. Um, and then, yeah, they end up calling both of us and they're like, okay, we're going to bring you in together and, you know, do a double interview. And, you know, this is a story of, they changed our like opening credits. It's like, this is a story of seven strangers. Ours changed to like eight people or something because yeah. they couldn't yeah. say we were strangers or whatever. But, but yeah, that's, that's my casting story. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when I, when I was in New York and we were watching like the final interview tapes, yeah. I remember sitting there and I was like, oh my God, you guys. I'm like, first of all, look at my hair. Somebody needs to give me a brush. Second of all, why am I talking so fast? Like old John A, you need to take a breath, girlfriend. <laughs> Breathe. Cause I was just like, I mean, I guess according to Sylvia, you know, nothing's changed. Yeah. Um, better hair, so. <laughs> so I interviewed Tina a couple weeks ago uh-huh. and she said she was on road rolls. She said that she was almost on the railway Las Vegas with Trisha and Alton. Cool. So that brings me to a point. I want to ask you were on the 22nd season of the Railroad, world, right mm-hmm. in between Brooklyn and DC. Mm-hmm. Was there any talks for you to be on either one of those seasons? Was it always Cancun for you? And if just hypothetically speaking, if you were on Brooklyn or DC, what would you have rather been on? And how do you think it would have went? Um, so no, there were another talks of meeting on a different show, possibly. I think that they were like, all right, first of all, I was underage at the time I was doing interviewing, I was 19. And so it was almost like the right timing for me. Like I I had to be in Cancun because, you know, at the time, I think they stopped casting people that were underage. So the fact that I was in a different country worked out great for me. Um, and they're like, oh yeah, this girl likes the party. We're going to, we're going to throw in Cancun. Um, but if I, if I had to choose, if I were going to be on Brooklyn or DC, I would personally cho- like choose Brooklyn. Um, just cause I, I don't know. I like, uh, I've met some of the Brooklyn cast and I just, I don't know. I'd rather be in New York than yeah. Washington, <laughs> DC. So <laughs> if I had to choose, I'd, I'd choose Brooklyn. <laughs> um, so I play this game with every single guest I've had, um, called first impressions 
So I'm going to give you like five to seven people. And can you just tell me your first impression meeting them, whether that was recently or all the way back in Cancun? Okay. So the first one I have is Kayla, who got second place to you this season on the All-Star. Oh, yeah. Well, first impression of Kayla. So um, when I first met her, I was just, so coming into the All-Star season, I, uh, Nani messaged me and she's just like, hey, this girl Kayla's going to um, the show. You guys are very similar, she said. Uh, She said that you know, we um, both have the same birthday and that she's a good friend of hers. So I should be good friends with her or whatever. And I was just like, okay, like, you know, Nani's a, was a good friend of mine on the show. So I was just like, you know, I'll not take her under my wing, but I'll definitely like give this girl a chance. Right. And I'm really glad I did. Um, I feel like a lot of our interaction and stuff didn't really get shown on All Stars, but I was so happy that Kayla was there because her and I got along so well from the jump. And I know that a lot of times, like she gets a bad rap. Like some people don't like her. Some people are like, oh, she's saying all this stuff. But what a lot of people don't get is like her and I hung out a lot and we would like bounce ideas and like political stuff off of one another. And when it came to like authority meetings and stuff, she was the one who voiced both of what we were both thinking. And so she in turn got the the negative you know, attention from it where I just sat there and I was just like, because to be honest with you, like public speaking or group settings like that, like as personable as I am, like it's not my thing. Like, I, and it's all, I know it's all in my head, but I just hate yeah. like standing up in front of people and being like, this is who I think we should vote for, guys, you know, because yeah. I'm like, no, I don't want to <laughs> vote for anybody. But yeah, first impression, um, I was like, uh, you know, I had this preconceived notion. So I guess I can't really have a first impression of her. Yeah. But I like her. She's, okay. she's cool. Um, I think that the way that she gets shown on the show is way different than she actually is in person. Like in person, she's quieter, more introverted than what yeah. they show. So anyway, that was a long one. And <laughs> like, blah, blah, blah. I love Kayla, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, the next one I have is a throwback. Um, okay. So you met her on Rivals, but she actually was your replacement on, yeah. So she was yeah. your replacement on Fresh Meat too. Mm-hmm. Um, Evelyn Smith, when you first met Evelyn, Evelyn, what was your first impression of her? My first impression of her, um, she, I was just like, this girl is a beast. Like she was very confident, very like, all right, this is kind of like how the game goes. And um, she was super sweet to me. I mean, I'm pretty sure that um, Jasmine and I shared a room with Evelyn and I forget who the other person was, but I really liked Evelyn. Mm -hmm. Like first impression though, I I was like, wow, she's like, really confident in who yeah. she is and very like not intense just like yeah I, I I envy people who have that kind of like you know overall self-confidence like Mindset, you know yeah. so um so and we're gonna stick another fan question in here before we do the next first impression I got a lot about the passport story oh, uh, <laughs> with fresh me too so what could you talk about that God, that was I I look back at that moment and there's been so many times that I that just wouldn't have happened, my life would be in a completely different place. If you think about it, like there's all these moments in your life, if you look at your life as like a timeline, that I'm just like, if that moment didn't happen, my whole path would have been gone a different way. But at the time I couldn't see obviously like where I would be now, but at the time it was devastating. Like not only had I quit my job at the bar that I was working at, um, I had spent money, you know, 
leading up to going, like, you know, just buying stuff for the show and all of that. Like, I, I thought that I was going to get this, you know, guarantee of, you know, being there. So I, um, I'm pretty sure that, like, I found a replacement roommate at my house. And, like, you know, I just, my whole, everything in my life was set around me going to the show, right? Mm-hmm. And then when that didn't happen for me, I just, I remember, you know, my plane flight home and everything just being so devastated that that happened. Because, you know, right after that happened, who knows, like, you know, what shows I would have been on. I think Cutthroat was after that. Um, There was another one in between before they did Battle of the Seasons. But I thought that I had, you know, ruined my chance of being on the challenge. Yeah. Um, So I was was pretty upset because, you know, so we all flew, we all fly to like one location. And then we ended up, it was Seattle at that point. And, um, you know, we spent the night there. I remember sitting and I remember like meeting Darrell and that Landon and like all the people that were going to be on the show because it was like all the so-called vets, even though it would have been my rookie season, mm-hmm. all the vets were hanging out together. We weren't allowed to meet the new people yet. I, they may have been at a, like a different hotel or something. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so when I got to the airport the next morning, 5 a.m., everybody's like, oh, we finally get to see where we're going. And this being my first challenge experience, I was like, oh my gosh, it's so exciting. And I was like, where the fuck is my passport, man? Like, I was like, where is it? Like, you know, and I remember the talent coordinator at the time was like, okay, well, we're going to check through to the next, you know, flight and go through security. You go back to the hotel, see if you can find it, like, let us know. And I was just like, oh my gosh. I remember like frantically, like I went back to the hotel, the people at the hotel thought I was crazy. Um, I was like, okay, I need all 12 keys to every single person's room. I was like, I, I was only in one room. I didn't like, you know, go to everybody's room, but I was like, maybe somebody accidentally grabbed it. Like, but yeah, it was, it was devastating for me at the time, but um, everything happens for a reason, yeah. right? Did you find it eventually or is it? So get this. So not only did I find it. So I, after, so I called Nas, who's the talent coordinator person. And I was just like, Hey, I can't find it by this. T-. They had already landed. So yeah. it's like a two hour flight or something like that. Um, I'm like, I can't find it. I don't know what to do. And they're like, I'm sorry, unfortunately, we have a replacement for you. So here's your, you know, your booking info on the way home, whatever, whatever. I kid you not, it was not even five minutes later, right? I get a call and they're like, hey, uh, Miss Mannion, uh, this is, um, what was it? Alaskan Airlines. We have your passport here at the airport. Um, you left it on your flight from Phoenix to Seattle. It was at the fucking airport that I was at. Like it was there. And I just remember being like, oh my gosh, I called the town coordinator and I was just like, hey, they found it. And at that time they I think they really did want Evelyn to come. And so at the time um, they're like, oh yeah, unfortunately there's nothing we could do, which I now know is kind of a little bit, you know, BS, but yeah. um, there's nothing we can do. Like you have to go home. And I was just like, but they have it and I can be there. And they're like, no, you have to, like, all the cast has to get there all at the same time, which I later again found out was bullshit because she didn't get to the house until, like, late that night. And I was like, I would have been there before she got there. So, yeah. I don't know. I think that they did want her to come. And so, and it was kind of like at that time, I was, like, in the challenge world, I was a nobody, you know? So, it was like, oh, yeah, we'd rather have this heavy hitter come in who has relationships with people and stuff. And yeah so it sucked for me at the time um I literally thought the world was falling apart but um it it altered my life path and and you know I wouldn't be where I am today without it so how do you think you would have done on that season I think I would have done good I think that you know when I came into battle of the seasons and rivals I was um 
I was going through a weird point in my life. Like my dad had just passed away. I was in a really terrible relationship. Like all this stuff was happening. Like by the time I actually did get on the challenge, um, fresh meat, like when I look back at, you know, old John A, that's when I like had the world at my fingertips or so I thought, you know, like I was, you know, young, bright eyed, like loved the world, loved traveling. So I think that at that time, just being who I was before those negative events happened in my life, I think I would have killed, killed it. I don't know how far I would have made it, but I would have, you know, I would have loved the experience for sure. Definitely. Um, so back to first impressions, I have another one from All Stars. Um, she's a three-time champion, Veronica. Mm. <laughs> Veronica. So it's funny when you first meet people, you always like hear stuff about them, especially if they've you know been on the show before. And yeah. um, Jemmy, which you know, as as you guys know, um, I was pretty close to on season one, but Jemmy and Veronica are super close. So I just heard like all this stuff, like, oh, Veronica's a badass, like this and that. And um, my first impression of her, I will be completely honest with you, she was very um like standoffish, if that makes sense. She was just yeah. sort of like, ah, you know, and sweet, but just very, I could tell that there was like depth to her that, you know, not that she had it this guard, but like, she wasn't letting me get. So I was just like, okay, she doesn't really like me, but okay, cool. You know, um, but it was later in the season, like later into season three, there's this moment, which I just read online or somebody tagged me in that, um, it was the ring toss thing, right? Yeah. Um, there was a moment then that, like, I knew, like, so many people were like, oh, Veronica's so smart. She, like, went sparkly, this and that. I had never really seen her gameplay. Like, I never, I hadn't really seen past seasons with her in it. So I didn't really, you know, know this all about her, right? But so we're doing this ring toss thing, right? And then so I throw four rings on Ronnie Starr. And I remember, I, listen, I brought this up to production in my interviews. And they're like, no, I don't think that happened. I was like, no, you guys, this 100% did happen. And you guys don't see it, right? So we get to the stars or whatever. And I remember I was running around, running around, trying to find Ronnie's fifth ring. And I was just like, what the hell? Like, where is it? And then so I just grab another one because I was just like, I'm wasting time, right? Because I literally ran around the whole track trying to find the last ring. Yeah. And I get up to the star thing. And I look over at Veronica, she has Ronnie's last ring. And in that moment, I swear to you, it was like the world's happened. She's like, oh my God. I was like, she outsmarted me. And you know, it's, it sounds so silly, but in that moment, I was just like, she's gonna stand here and pretend to throw it on this, this star. And I was like, and it, so it's very rare that somebody like outsmarts me. I'm not saying it as Wes would call it a humble brag, but yeah. I just feel like I'm the one that like thinks of those things ahead of time and like doesn't say anything. But I remember that moment I looked at her and I was just like, oh my God. And my respect level just like went up for her, but at the same time I was pissed. And so I like made whatever ring. And then I was like, you know what? I was like, fine, Veronica, I'm going to go get your ring. I'm like, we're going to play this game. Like fine, you know, but before that, so like before they don't really show it, but I, I remember I went up to Kayla and Sylvia and I was like, hey, let's not like throw rings on each other's start. I went up to Veronica and I said the same thing. I was like, hey, if you, not if you let me win, but kind of like what Mark did, yeah. like, um, I was just like, you know, I won't vote you in. Cause my whole plan the whole time was like, I'm just going to vote Ronnie no matter what, like that's going to be my scapegoat, the one I go to. Um, and I remember saying the same thing to Veronica. I was like, Hey, I was like, you know, let's, 
work together and she just didn't say anything and then that's the point i should have known that she was just like uh-uh you think yeah. you have a plan but i have a bigger one you yeah. know <laughs> but anyways now um to this day now fast forward i love Veronica. like um she was one of the the first people that hit me up after the season and was just like hey you know i know what you're going through same thing with tina like i know you know we've been dealing with this person for years and you know if you need advice or you need help like just let me uh, let me know we got your back kind of thing so mm -hmm. i really i really like veronica yeah. <laughs> she's uh, a badass bitch that's for sure definitely definitely <laughs> um the next one i have we saw a little bit of moment of you guys like both going to elimination on all stars three you kind of had a fling with him back in the day um another three-time champ jordan wisely first impression meeting jordan back in 2012 20 back in the day oh, i don't remember i do so i remember meeting him not really seeing a show or anything because i think they were just coming out of portland yeah. but i just remember being like man he's he's really confident like yeah. cocky confident like you know and I think that was my type back in the day like I liked guys that like really liked you know that were overly confident and uh everybody else really had a distaste for but I was just like oh my gosh this is the person for me like I don't know why so problematic now that I'm older and I look back at it but um to be honest with you Jordan is one of my best friends from the show and um back then who knows what I was doing <laughs> But current current day, like he is one of the realists, one of the most interesting people I've ever met. And I remember when we went into the All Star Three House. So we we were in a room with eight people, right? And I remember Kendall and Kellyanne both. They were like talking about Jordan or something like that. And then I I looked at them. I was like, Oh, is this like the first time you guys have met Jordan? And they're like, Yeah. Like, what do you mean? And I was just like, Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. Well, Talk to me in like a week. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I will give it to him. He's definitely an interesting character, but he is hands down one of my favorite people. So love that. Um, the next one actually won All Stars Three with you. So Wes, you obviously met him <laughs> back in the day. I think it was on Rivals Two or oh, Rivals One. Yes. Well, actually, interesting enough, um, at the Challenge Mania in Kansas City that we just did, yeah. Wes brought this up. And uh, so on on All Stars Three, right? Um, you know, Nehemiah, I was like, oh yeah, I've known Nehemiah forever. Out of everybody here, I've known him the longest. And Wes like pulled this fly move, right? And he's like, well, actually, Johnny, if you think about it, I've known you just as long as you've known Nehemiah. So technically we're really good friends. And I was just like, uh, okay. And he's like, technically, actually, I met you on the plane flight to Fresh Meat too. So out of anybody here, you owe me your loyalty first and it's just like okay here we go you know yeah. um but first impression when i met him on that airplane um i at the time obviously didn't know that wes does this whole like let's ring in all the rookies and you know tell them about the game and you know whatever he does but he did the same thing with me on the flight and was just like yeah you know not necessarily like oh we should work together but he was just like all right this is how the game goes like you know come to me for for advice or whatever but um now flash forward to today like also Wes one of my favorite people I know he gets a bad rap from a lot of people he gets like villainized a lot yeah but deep down he I think he plays into the character and I think that he actually is a sweet person I remember on All Stars 3 I said something made some comments to him and he's just like Johnny he's like you know 
people need to know that I'm actually not that bad. I'm like, you're not that bad. You play into this character so much that like I'm playing into it too, you know? And yeah. he's just like, I could tell he's getting kind of like sensitive. Like, no, I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm a nice guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, the last one I have is a throwback to Cancun, um, mm-hmm. Jasmine. First time meeting mm-hmm. Jasmine um, in 2009. Okay, I do remember meeting Jasmine. Um, so my very first impression of her was, wow, for being this tiny of a person, she is very out there. Like, she is loud. <laughs> and um, just really, really confident. And um, yeah, I mean, that evolved as I you know, got to know her. Um, but yeah, I just remember my first impression of her being like, wow, she's for this tiny, pint-sized little human being. She is yeah. the biggest person I've ever met. You know? <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, so I want to go into All-Stars a little bit. You returned on All-Stars 1 um, and you're a mom, you're married. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that like? I'm assuming it was like a crazy feeling being back in the challenge house. But oh yeah, uh, also there's one. I was so I was so confused. I was like, how am I even here? Is this even <laughs> happening? <laughs> and but go ahead. Married with two kids. Shout out to your daughter. It's her birthday today. Happy birthday. Hey, happy birthday, Nolly. The my super confident six year old. I knew it was six or seven. Yeah, uh, I mean, she looks like she's nine. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what was that process like coming back as a mom to a challenge house? As a mom, well, let me. Let me just tell you, I was even leading, even up to like when I arrived in Argentina, I was still like, am I really here? Like, pinch me. I don't think this is really happening right now. There's no way. So I know this is, this sounds so crazy, but I remember, so, and I told my husband this, like afterwards, I was like, remember when, and like back in December, I was like, I told you that I had a dream that I was on the challenge again. And he's like, oh my God, I do remember that. And you may believe me or you may not, but he, he was there and he knows because I woke up the next morning and I was just like, dude, I was like, I felt like I was legit on the show again. And then we kind of like laughed about it and we're like, oh, yeah, that's never gonna happen, you know, whatever. Um, so it was New Year's Eve, I believe. And I didn't know at the time, um, you know, what had happened, but like, I, I looked back at it and I kind of pieced it all together. Um, but it was New Year's Eve, I get a phone call and this was, so New Year's Eve, we were going to like my husband, Kevin's best friend's house to like spend the night and stuff. And we're like, woohoo, parts right now, like whatever. So I get a call and it was Aleda who's a casting person and my favorite, I love her. She's, she's like this big and she's the cutest. I make fun of her. Like, I don't make fun of her, but like I do her accent all the time. Cause she's so cute. Um, but she just like, Hey, Jenny. And I was like, hi, Aleda. Like what? hi like what do you want like are you okay is everything okay and she's just like hey so I don't know if you've heard about all stars and I'm just like yeah all that show that the old people are doing like yeah I I heard about it you know and she's just like well we're wondering if you'd be interested and I was just like what like excuse me like did you what did I hear that correctly um and I was just like no way like because at the time I was breastfeeding right still breastfeeding and I was just like nah I was like I'm not in any I was like not in good shape. I was just like, absolutely not. Right. So then I was just like, how weird. I was like, okay, well, I'll get back to you. I'll talk to my family. Like, I'll let you know. But in my head, I was like, yeah, no, yeah, not going. Um, and then, so we went to my in-laws to drop my kids off. And I remember saying to my mother-in-law, I was like, 
I was like, Debbie, I was like, you will never guess who called me. Like the show called me and she's like, really? And I was just like, yeah, like how crazy is that? Like, you know, 10 years later or whatever. And it's kind of like brought up as a joke, but she just casually said, she's just like, well, you know, if you guys end up deciding, you know, you want to do that, like, just let me know. I can help out. And I was just like, wait, is this becoming a thing? Like, this yeah. is a joke, but it's becoming a thing, you know? And I remember Kevin and I left there and we're just like, did your mom just say she would watch the kids while I was gone? Like, you know? And so we were both like, oh my gosh, like, you know, I mean, at the time, like he was for low from his job. Like this, I told the story on All Stars, but you know, at the time, the guarantee amount and all that, we were just like, man, we could really use this money. Like, maybe we can make this happen. And it was just like, everything just like fell into place that like, like a week before I had tried um, giving Cal formula for the first time. Had I not done that in my mind, I would have been like, I would have just said no, you know, but that happened a week before. And then, so I was like supplementing with formula when they called and then you know, I think I, it was something I had, we were leaving January 20th, this was New Year's Eve. And so I had such a short amount of time to like get my life together. But I, I remember even too, they're like, okay, we want you to make this like little video saying like where you are now. And I remember being so nervous. And my husband's like, Johnny, obviously they want you to come on the show, like who cares? And I was just like, I care. Like, I don't know. I was just not very confident with like my mom body, my postpartum body. And I was just like, I don't know if I could do another show. And all this stuff so but it, it's crazy to like look back at that time and then flash forward a year like if you would have told me that my life would be where it is now a year ago right before they called me I would have been like there's no fucking way like yeah. you guys are smoking like there's no way I you know but here we are yeah. um so you actually made the final in season one and you were the highest placing mm -hmm. female they did that stupid mm -hmm. twist where there's only one winner and mm -hmm. yes, Duffy won. And now I love yes. I've had him on the podcast. I twice. I've had him on the podcast twice, actually. But what was your thoughts on that final? And then the only being one winner type of situation? Well, for me, like, so we didn't know, you know, that they're, they told us at the beginning, they're like, oh, there's only one winner, you know, $500,000. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so much money. And like, I don't think I'm going to win, but like whoever wins, that's cool. I was just like, I'm going to be here as long as I can. Like, this is my break from real life, like whatever. So when I actually made it to the end, I was so excited because I was just like, you know, my challenge career before the five shows that I did, I never made it to the end. I always came up, you know, the elimination before, two eliminations before the end. And I tried so hard to make it to the end. And this time I actually made it. And I was just like, I just want to run this final. I just feel like it's going to be an honor. Like I thought it was going to be, wasn't, I had no idea how hard it was going to be. Yeah. By any means. I did not realize that finals were that hard. And also to be in like the shape and stuff. Like I know I keep saying that, but like, I was not ready for that, but it was such a huge accomplishment for me to cross the finish line. I remember just crying and just being like, I can't even believe I'm here still. Like, even though it's like the end of the show, I still can't believe I'm here. Um, I was just so happy for yes at the time that like, I was like, oh, this good person won. And, you know, this is great. And what an experience as a whole, just to be here with these 10 people standing at the top of this beautiful mountain. Like it was it was insane. It was like one of the top moments of my life, you know? So, um, at the time I didn't really care about 
the fact that it, you know, there should have been one male, one female. I was just proud of myself um, and Kellyanne for, you know, placing. And I was like, not only did I make it here, but I actually did well, you know, and I'm like, in my head, I was just like, man, if I could do this in the, sh the condition that I'm currently in, if this show becomes a thing, like, who knows what I could do? Like, you know, so that's why I was just like, yeah. I came back and I was like, just in case, I don't know, but just in case I get the chance again, I'm going to be ready next time. Definitely. Was there any like hesitations to coming on season two or were you like a redemption? I need that, that championship. No, um, there was no hesitation for me. So like I said, there was like six months, I think between season one and season two, we got back in February, left in July or something like that. But like, I started working out and I started training and I was just like, you know, best case scenario, I get the chance to do the show again. Worst case scenario, I get back in shape after having a baby, you know? And so, um, yeah, there was no hesitation. I was just like, at that point, I was just like, I'm ready to A, do this. And like, now that I know that it's possible to be at the end and be in that final, like this time around, there's nothing left to prove except for yeah. winning. So I remember I told, um, because MJ and I actually both flew from Nashville. I told him on that flight, I was just like, I'm going to win. And he's like, I'm going to win. And I was just like, mm, you know, I'm, I'm going to win. Because <laughs> at the time, I thought that there was just one winner. So I was like, no, yeah. sorry, bro. Like, you don't have a shot. Like, this is me. This is my time now. I'm going to do it. And it's just funny. Flash forward, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um. So I do want to talk about the final. You and MJ win, like you said. Um, oh yeah, the infamous <laughs> weird. Yeah, so there was a lot of controversy at the end of the final with like the lock. Um, so what can you talk about that? Um, and then all, overall, how hard was the final compared to season one's final? They were just so different, but both very hard in their own ways. Okay, so first of all, so I know that you know this has been discussed in interviews and different things, and you know honestly, I feel like it's kind of like. <laughs> I don't want to say it's like beating a dead horse, but it's like, yeah. you know, so many opinions were taken from that. And then, you know, in the time where it's like, oh, this is my first win winning moment. Then it was like, I had all these people online saying, you didn't deserve to win this and that. And I was just like, okay, well, mm -hmm. um, but what wasn't shown is, so the day one part, okay. So there was like this memorization board, right? Where you had to like flip over the pairs. There were 12 matching pairs or something, whatever. Um, this was the last thing that we did in phase one of the final. And I was, not only were we exhausted, it was so fucking hot. Like it was, I was dead. I was like, we're not even gonna be able to finish this, whatever. So what people, you know, what didn't get shown is that, so we run up to our board, right? And so in my head, I have these like, Okay, I, I was memorizing six pairs at a time. Okay, like the position of where these things work. I like converted things to like letters and I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> when I saw Nehemiah and Melinda, the way that they did it, I was like, dang, I was like, that's so much smarter. Like we, yeah. <laughs> we should have done that. Um, but anyway, so I had all these pairs in my head, right? We go up to the board and it's like, we're the only people there because everybody's doing different phases of this final, right? We go up to the board and so every time we left the board, they like flipped everything back over, which I was like, you guys should have just gotten like one of those covers and then just, you know, yeah. that way every time we wouldn't have to stop, whatever. So something happened with one of the judges. They like, you know, we had already done a couple pairs or whatever. So they flipped over like the wrong tiles. 
And then I remember I was trying so hard to memorize, memorize, memorize. And then I opened my eyes and I was just like, oh my, this isn't our board. Like this isn't what it's supposed to be. So I guess what they did was they took pictures, right? And so the judge had gotten pictures from somebody else who had completed it before us and they flipped over the wrong thing. And so at the time I should have just like shut my mouth, honestly, and been like, oh, okay, yeah, this is totally our board. But I was just like, no, this isn't right. I'm like, that's not where we were like, yeah. you know? And so then they're like, okay, turn around. So I was, I had to turn around, still trying to memorize what I memorized. And I had to wait while they were like fixing it, turn back around, right? After what seems like an eternity, it was still wrong. And I was just, I, I had memorized the pairs based on what pairs I had already flipped over. And so I like went up one, like based on the color. I don't know how I did it, but so I did that. And so I just got so flustered in that moment. And I was just like, this still isn't right. Like one of the tiles was flipped over and one wasn't. I was like that. And I remember arguing with them being like, that's impossible for that to be the last thing we did. They're like, no, 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 this is correct. It's like, no, it's not. Why would we have one tile flipped over? So in that process that time, I forgot like what I did. And so I ended up flipping the wrong tile over. And then at that point, it's what people don't realize in the challenge is like, it's all mental. Like, you know, a lot of it's physical, the running, the this and that. But once you start to shut down in your head, that's when things start to go bad. And at that moment, that's when I started giving up because I was just like, this isn't right. And I was just like, we just wasted two turns with this. And I remember when we started the memorization thing, me and my and Melinda, I think had started the bike thing or something like that. They had two of those Tetris pieces and we were on our second or third round. So in my head, when we started that thing, we were neck and neck, but after this turn taking, you know, me and my Melinda came back with the bike. They came back again and we were still there in that turn. And I just started getting defeated and shutting down. I was just like, this is bullshit. Like yeah. we're going to lose this entire thing because of this moment, you know? Um, but anyways, um, that all happened. Um, and then I remember, I, you know, I, I, we walked back into the jungle and that's the point where you can see on my chest cam where I'm telling MJ, I'm like, I'm going to fucking quit. This is bullshit. Like, I don't know why. I'm like, why is this happening right now? Like, why is this happening to us? You know? And he's just like, kept trying to be like, calm down. I was like, no, I'm not going to calm down. Like, this is, I'm fucking hot. Like I have 2000 bug bites on my back. I was like, I'm going to lose this whole final because the judge doesn't know what they're doing. Like I was just mental breakdown, middle of the jungle, whatever. Um, and then I remember, so I heard like on bananas podcast or whatever, like Janelle told Bananas, yeah, so then they came and got them on ATVs. No, the executive producer comes out on an ATV and she's like, you guys need to come back now. And I was just like, no, you guys are, I was like, I'm going to finish this, whether or not you guys let me. Like, I was so pissed at everybody at that point. I was like, yeah. I'm going to fucking finish this, you know? And then he's like, no, you need to come back now. So in my head, I was like, okay, so can we get rides back on this ATV? Because at that point I thought it was like over. And he's like, no, no, I'm going to ride this ATV back. Y'all have to walk. And I was just like, what? Like, this is bullshit. You know, I was like, you got, I'm like, I hate production. I hate everybody, like whatever. So no, we did not get escorted back on ATVs. Like whatever Janelle said, that's not true. <laughs> we had to walk our happy asses back. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to take my sweet ass time. And I was like, they want us to hurry back because of the daylight. Fuck them. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to crawl back. Uh -huh. I was like, they're, I'm like, fuck this show. They can do whatever they want, but I'm like, they're going to wait on me. Like, that was so, yeah. so heated, right? So we get back and it, it was a daylight issue because 
you know, with continuity of the show and filming, they can't film a scene during sunset, which you end up seeing the final thing on the airway is actually yeah. the lighting is different in every take. But so yeah, so flash forward to the, the gross eating, which actually that eating compared to season one and three was a fucking cake block. Um, <laughs> easy. Okay. Um, and then, so we get to the algebra problem. And I remember I, I, when I first saw it, I paused everybody. So I was like, I wonder how hard everybody else's was, you know, whatever. I, I will give it to Janelle and Darrell. Theirs was hands down the hardest one. I looked, I paused theirs and I like looked at it and it, it took me, I had to get a pen and paper. And I was like, I can't even, I still can't even figure this out. I know the answer already. And I'm like, I still can't fucking figure it out. But um, we did get the choice of choosing which one was which, whatever. And so, and also when you know, I was watching, I was like, I wonder if it's editing, you know? Cause I was like, in my head, I was like, we got to the safes first. If it comes down to who actually won, whatever, we for sure got to the safes first. And I remember that because there was a point in time where we had enough time to try to unlock the locks, right? The safety thing, or, or sorry, the lockbox thing. And there's still, me and my Melinda and Darrell and Janelle still were not there. And so I was like, how did we have enough time to do that? And then production tells us, you know what? Again, I remember I looked back at the same person who messed up the like tile thing. And I was just like, do we have the correct code? Like, is this the right thing or like, am I just, we just can't figure out the safe. Cause in my head, I was like, this, this safe is malfunctioning. It's your guys' fault that yeah. not winning or whatever. And so, but turns out that, um, I guess, so we ran to the safe. So we did end up getting there first. Darrell and Janelle, I think walked to the safe and this is like the last leg, right? And then, so we had enough time to then production tells go leave. And so we started running towards the airplane with nothing. We had an empty bag and we're like, okay. And then they come back on a truck and they're like, actually you need to open the safe. And then I was just like, is this happening again? Like where I was like, this is a timed race and you guys are making me go backwards. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm just like, whatever, just calm down, whatever. So then we get back there and, you know, we're, we're try it again, doesn't work. And then I forget who it was. Somebody, somebody there was just like, read the directions like you know yeah. and so we're like oh and then so we see the directions and then we missed a step that's what it was it's like it said you know a, a safe lock you're supposed to like you know turn past zero this amount of times then go to the first number then whatever whatever we were doing was incorrect we had the right combination but we just didn't do it correctly yeah and so i was like what would you guys have done if the other people are now here and they're opening their safes. I'm like, what if one of them got it before we did, even though we were the first ones there, you know? Yeah. But all in all, ended up working out, obviously. For you, yeah. Um, one $250,000. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then, so since there was such controversy with that, and, you know, so many people are like, you don't deserve to win. Me and my, you know, Melinda or Gerald Janelle, they deserve to win. You don't deserve anything, whatever. I, you know, usually I don't listen to haters and people, you know, saying that kind of stuff, but it really did get to me. I felt like it took away from the win because so many people were like, you don't deserve it. So, you know, coming back and um, also winning season three was really something for me to like, you know, prove to everybody, but also prove to myself because I started questioning. I was like, did I deserve to win? Should yeah. somebody else have won, you know, but yeah, so going into season three, you played a much different game because you came in as a champ. Mm -hmm. um, you won, I believe it was two eliminations, Bath and Ronnie. Mm -hmm. um, 
what was that like being basically target number one for everybody because you were the best in the house? Mm -hmm. What was that Um, like for you? So for me, coming into season three, like I was debating whether or not I should even go because there was like, they called me for season three when I was still at the airport from season two. Oh, you know, like season three, and I was like, let me get, I haven't even seen my family yet. Like, let me get home to my family. And I was like, and then in my head, I was like, absolutely not. You know, when, once again, I was like, no way. Um, but then, so something happened where um, they like sent out, there was like a leaked cast list or something yeah. in an email. Normally they encrypt the email so we can't see who else is going, but something happened where we could. And I was just like, I saw like different names on there. And I was just like, I remember talking to Kevin about it. I was like, dude, look at the people going. And like, I, you know, I'm cool with this person, cool with this person, whatever. I'm like, I still kind of have a good shot politically. Like, you know, yeah. I don't know, but because you never know what could happen. But um, when I when I first got to season three, I think that there were so many like new faces that, and not only that, but nobody had really seen what happened season two, except for the people who were there. Like people yeah. can obviously talk about it in the house, whatever. And then people are like, oh shit, Johnny won season two. But I still don't think I was that as big of a threat. Like, now, if I were to go, like, say there's an All-Stars 4, fucking, I can't, I'm like, I'm done. Like, <laughs> people are going to be like, she basically won every single season, so she's going in first, and yeah. like, rightfully so. People now have a legit reason to put me in, yeah. but season three, I still was on the cusp of, like, you know, people knew I had made it, but then some people didn't think, they thought it was, like, a production thing, so they're like, oh, it was maybe rigged whatever so I was still in a good position when I went to season three when I tell you I'm the luckiest girl in the world like I still believe it like it's like everything was like laid out in a sense that it couldn't have been a better circumstance with the people going with the fact that nobody had seen it yet and with just you know all the drama and all that stuff surrounding like yeah it was it I was deciding you know whether or not I should walk through that door, but I'm kind of a firm believer in if the door is open, walk through it. And then if it's not supposed to happen, it's not meant to be, the door will shut. Mm -hmm. And the doors just kept opening and I'm just like, am I really here again? Yeah. Um, (laughs) So I want to ask you something and I can completely cut this, but I want to know if you want to talk about Beth at all or not, um, just, is this something you want to get into? Um, Cut this question. Um, I don't know. I feel like, you know, the whole back situation is it is what it is and you know at the time and you know if you had asked me the same question months ago I would have been like I'm not talking about it I'm gonna bury it it's going with me to the grave whatever now I just feel like with you know how the show was edited and just you know I feel like so season two there was controversy surrounding that like you know season three there was controversy surrounding everything that she brought up and so I don't know. I just feel like it's beating a dead horse. Like I just, no, I get it. I don't, I really have nothing else to say. I've spoken my piece about it. I, you know, she has my phone number. She can call me. She's, she's reached out to me and Maya and, you know, several other people saying, Oh, I, you know, I want to apologize to Johnny. Um, but you know, do you think she'd be open for it? Do you think she'd be open for a conversation? And for me, it's just kind of like, you know, you have my number. I am one of the most forgiving, honest people in the world. So you have my number, go ahead and call me if you want, but here's the thing, she has it. And so for me, um, just now knowing what I know about her and the drama that she brings and, you know, it trying to be a show, like 
for me, I just think that this is something that maybe she wants to wait until cameras are around. I don't know, but I am at peace with the situation and I understand everything that happened. And now I'm just like, you know, balls in her court, but it's been long enough that I don't think that anything's going to happen with it. So do you want me to cut that out or should I keep that in? It's completely up to you. I don't care. <laughs> like, I don't care at this point. Okay. Um, let's go um, to- I'm so far, I'm so far forward now that yeah. like, you All know, right. let's go to a happy thought. Uh, you won again, okay. yeah. you won another 250,000. So I don't really want to talk about the final of All-Stars 3 specifically, but if you could just like rank All-Stars 1, 2, and 3 finals from hardest to easiest. You know, it's so funny. I've been asked this question several times and I still don't have a good answer. But so for me personally, season one was really hard, but you know, it could be the physical condition that I was in, yeah. right? Season two was the most grueling, like, when it comes to conditions, it being hot, it, be, it was seriously like 120 degrees on top of that, the humidity on top of that, all the fucking bugs, like, and it just be, and the other thing too, what people don't realize. So because I did all three finals and I think I'm, I, I am the only one who did all three finals. Um, the, the first one, um, and the second one were designed by, um, a different executive producer than the third one, right? Mm -hmm. And so the first one, uh, first and second final, you know, has a very like militant, like you're gonna have sleep deprivation, you're gonna have hunger, you're gonna go through hell basically, right? That was the mindset and the overall theme of those two finals. Season three, it was still very hard, but it was kind of like, okay, it's gonna be really hard and one of the hardest things you've ever done, but we're gonna treat you like humans. Like there wasn't the sleep deprivation. They're like, okay, at every checkpoint, make sure they have water, make sure that they have food. We don't want people dying on our behalf. Season one, season two, no, they're like, we're going to make this like the real show. Everybody's going to die, you know? (laughs) So I would say as far as the hardest, season two is the hardest. Okay. Um, For different reasons than season one. Season one is like the altitude, the shape. Now, if I was in the shape I was in season two for the season one final, I don't know, you know, which would have been harder. I, I still probably would have to say season two. Mm-hmm. Nehemiah actually said that too, that season two All-Stars was the hardest final he did. Mm. So that one must have been hard for you guys. It, I, and it's, what's funny is like when you watch it back as a viewer, it's like it doesn't even show like that's the thing how you feel in the moment it is yeah. it was the hardest thing that I've ever done in my life yeah like, if I had to guess just from a viewer I would guess one would be the hardest then three then mm-hmm. two that's how they made it mm-hmm. rough but you guys no. both said two was the the hardest no. too. a hundred percent like two was the hardest most grueling they yeah. were all hard and grueling but that one specifically I remember like I was like I'm gonna die matter of fact everybody was that I remember at one point like Durell and I looked at each other. We're like, everybody's dying. Like, yeah. <laughs> we're going to lose everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I want to get to another listener question really quick. I usually do these all at the end, but I just mm-hmm. checked it again and it's up to 70 questions. So I'm trying to like push these. Oh, yeah. in- let's, let's get through them. Okay, I keep giving the longest answers of all time. No, so <laughs> I will try to keep it short and sweet. <laughs> you're good. Um, somebody wants to know, what was the first thing you like splurged on after winning $500,000? first thing you bought um um i still haven't i, I want to buy a car because i need an SUV because i have like a small tiny car 
but you can't buy cars now. Yeah. Like every, I don't know if it's just Nashville specifically, but like I want to get a Tahoe and every single Chevrolet dealership within like a 500 mile radius doesn't have any Tahoes on the lot. So I don't know what to do. Um, and my, my air conditioning just went out in my car. So like I'm driving my husband's truck. So yeah, yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't say I haven't really splurged. I just now, when I go to the grocery store, I'm like, we're going to get it all. <laughs> have a budget, you know? And I yeah. mean, I think I got like, now I like, you know, get my lashes done. And like, I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to get the nicest weave I can get, you know, yeah. like, those little things that like, before I would be like super budget conscious of things. And yeah. now I just I'm like, get it. Yep. Get it through. <laughs> I have no major purchases yet. I live in Charleston, South Carolina, and the car thing is interesting because one of my friend's dads drove to Alabama to buy a car because they didn't have any- I literally have to leave the state. And it's like, not only that, but it's like, everything is like 10, $15,000 over the MSRP. So I'm just like, so a couple of people including my financial advisors told me like, just wait six months. And I'm just like, okay, I guess I can drive this little shitty car for six more months. <laughs> Except I can't deal with the no AC thing. That's yeah, that's, especially down. in Tennessee. I've lived, oh, I lived in Knoxville for six months. So What's I'm, your name? I'm, really? Is he a Tennessee yeah. fan? Uh, yeah, he went, to, he went to Tennessee. He went to Utah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the oranges. Yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> it's everywhere. I went there for my first semester and I'm now at Ohio State. I transferred. Okay. Yeah. That's where his best friend went. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, but yeah. I want to talk about something more like serious. Um, so I have this conversation with everybody, just like the mental health aspect of these shows, mm-hmm. and then you leaving each season, and then these people either hating you and sending you all this hate on your DMs or love and like looking yes. up to you as like their idols. Like it's very like zero to a hundred. So what does yes. that go through um, like mentally for you leaving these shows? It uh, is so hard. Like, so um, there's a few people who handle it pretty well. Like Kayla, for instance, she just like goes back to her real life, doesn't care about anybody because <laughs> she yeah. can't. And I, I've been there before. We're like in the past on these shows, like people, people sit behind the keyboard and they, you know, judge whatever opinion they have of you. And then they go and they say these things. And I remember, you know, especially with like surrounding the season three stuff, I was just like, I'm not going to go on social media. I'm going to turn off comments. I'm going to do all this stuff. But I still found myself kind of reading into like what people thought. And it is, it's bad. It's, it's, it's not, not good um, for your mental health. Um, luckily though, for me, um, I will say after season two, and now, now that all the drama BS is over, um, I've had overall a very positive outpouring. Like I've had thousands of moms like hit me up, say, you're such an inspiration or I'm in the same position postpartum. And if you can do anything, I can do anything. So those kind of messages, like I, first of all, I'm honored because I'm just like, I can't believe that people, you know, really like look to me this way. And I, I have had so many people tell me that they like cried when they, when they cross the finish line, I was like, me too, girl, me too. <laughs> you know, so it is something though. Like, I don't know if there's any listeners out there, people um, listening to this right now, but think before you sit behind the keyboard. And even if it's just something that you're saying that's like mean or, you know, negative in any way, you have to realize that it really does affect people. Mm-hmm. You know, Definitely. I unfortunately am like, you know, too busy now and have kind of outgrown it. But, you know, there was, there was a night 
but I was just like, I'm gonna read what people are saying on Reddit. And then it was just like, I went down this dark rabbit hole that I should have never gone down. But yeah, Reddit's okay. hard. It's a hard place, Reddit's a hard place, yeah. definitely. Um, yeah, to, I mean, I told you, I've had over 70 questions for you. Like you and Jordan, you specifically were number one, Jordan was number two, were the most requested people, a guest they wanted me to yeah. interview. Like yeah, that's cool. people like <laughs> are obsessed with you. Um, which makes me want to talk about, so you've become the face of Challenge All-Stars. I mean, let's call a spade a spade. You're the face of that show. Bananas, people would argue, is the face of the show on MTV. Yes. And then there's now a USA version on CBS, which it's looking like they're pushing Tyson um, from yes. Survivor as like the face of that show. So you, Tyson, and Bananas uh -huh. kind of make up the, the triple thread of the challenge. Now, they, I want to know, how does that, like the universe's mesh because obviously there's like the championship show coming soon. Um, but what are your thoughts originally being on the flagship on MTV, winning All Stars twice, being the face of that show, like the most marketable star, and then them now debuting the USA version, um, mm -hmm. which, like I said, Tyson's kind of been pushed to the moon for that. <laughs> you know, it's, he's funny. I, I've been watching the Challenge USA, and he's actually is really funny. Yeah. Um, so. Well, I'll say this for myself. I never thought that I'd be in the position that I'm in. And I remember, um, so we just did the challenge documentary, right? That we filmed. Yeah. And I remember being at Bean and Murray and sitting there and being like, how did I get here? Because in the past on the flagship show, you know, I was on the show, but I was never really one seen as, you know, oh, this is the face of the show or somebody that everybody thinks is awesome. I was never that person. And it's so weird to be sitting in the position that I am now and people actually having a high respect for me or, you know, seeing me as like the potential that I always maybe thought that I had within myself, but I just wasn't ready. Yeah. Like it's, it's so surreal. I remember sitting there, like I said, in Bina Murray and I was just like, wow, how did I get here? And what a cool time to come back to the challenge yeah. right at the height of all of this like you know they got the documentary coming out they're expanding the brands across the world and i just like i said i just pinch myself because i'm like i can't believe that this is a part of my life again because that was a not a dark part but a, a part of my life that like when i moved on i kind of closed that chapter and closed that book and i was like i'm done you know this is overall brought negative things to me and it's just crazy to be back here where I am and then it all, you know, work really hard and it turned out obviously really well for me. And yeah. I just, I still can't believe I'm here. <laughs> this is, it's crazy. Would you do All-Stars 4 if asked or season 39 of the MTV version if asked? So, um, I don't know if I'm not allowed to say this, but, um, I did get potentially asked for uh, 38, but for me, you have to look at it from like my life in the current state that I've been, right? Yeah. Um, I have two little kids, six and two. And I feel like last year total, I was gone for four and a half months, like yeah. filming all three seasons. It was so long and I've seen the effects that it's had on, you know, both of my kids. Um, and it's had positive effects, obviously like our lifestyle is different now, but, I want to be the person who is here raising my kids, you know? Yeah. So for me, um, 
you know, I think it's really cool to have the opportunity possibly to go back to the flagship and like, you know, challenge competitive Jane is like, I would love to be the person that I am now and to try these skills, you know, against people that are, you know, now competing on the show. But I mean, 12 weeks, dude, like my kids aren't even gonna remember who I am if I leave them that long, you know? Like, so for me, it's just, it's not feasible right now um, with my kids being so young. And, you know, maybe it is possible, like I could get the childcare, I could whatever, but I just don't wanna do that to them. Yeah. Like I already, you know, took every opportunity I got last year and it worked out great, but I just, I can't, like, uh -huh. you know, so maybe in the future, maybe like once Cal's in kindergarten, like, you know, hit me up in a few years, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'll start score. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, I feel like right now, I, it's like when you win like the Super Bowl or you win the, you know, the final, the challenge, like it's like you're at the top. And right now I feel like that's where I'm sitting. And it, it's going to be hard for me because it's like, we, we touched on this a little bit before, but like, if I go to All-Stars 4, like, I just feel like every girl in the house is going to be like, listen, it's time for somebody else to win. And, you know, I've actually, we were all joking. It's like me, Kayla, like the, the, the females that were in the final last season, um, Naya was just like, Jenny, I love you. And I, you know, you're, you're great, but like, can you please just not come back? Like, can yeah. you, can you? Can you pass the crown on? So, you know, I'll say never say never um, because it's like, I feel like all stars, it's like, you know, obviously such a huge part of my life, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, I feel like at this point in my life, I'm kind of ready for, you know, to live the life that I've always wanted, which is literally currently where I am right now in this yeah. moment. So I'm so fortunate to be here. Um, but, you know, the competitive side of me is like, you know, something new comes along and it's like, like, for instance, the, what is it? The world, whatever they're doing. The world tournament. Um, yeah, depending, like, A, if I get asked, B, if it's, like, the right amount of time and all that. Like, there's so many factors for me, but I'm lucky and fortunate to be in the position that I am now to say no or say yes yeah. based on what's best for my life. So. Yeah, I would love to see you on the championship tournament. I'm just going to say that right now. Thank you. I thank you. <laughs> I feel that I'd be rooting for you. You and Jordan, Jay and Jay. Thank you. Thank you. Jay. Thank you. Jay. Team Jay, yes. Yeah. I remember when we we found out that we were going into uh, into elimination together, and I was just like, Team Jay. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So back to um, just a couple. Is he your more. favorite? Um, so the Real World Portland was actually the first Real World season I ever saw. Okay. So even though like they can be problematic at times, I feel obligated to root for them. If that oh, you should. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? No. Like I watched Jordan them. and Naya both. Like yeah. I, I have a special place in my heart for them. So. When I was like 12 years old, that's when I watched them. So I was like, oh, I, have okay. to, I have to. How old are you? I'm 21. Oh my gosh, you're yeah. a baby. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm like, I feel like, you know, as far as all stars go and stuff, like I'm a baby, but you're yeah. like an actual baby. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so cool. I started, yeah, they were the, when I was 12 years old, I watched them and I went back and watched like all of the old ones. I have to still watch like four to, to 11, I think, but like I watched your season. Uh -huh. I watched Brooklyn, DC, Nani season. How did you, how did you watch my season? I can't, um, it's not on Paramount. I know that. Oh, I think I bought it on Apple TV actually. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's how I think I watched. Like, people are like, why aren't you on Paramount? Paramount. I'm like, I don't know. But somebody said to me once that like, all the out of the country seasons like Paris, Cancun, like 
uh, Sydney. None of those are on Paramount. None of them are so I don't on. know if it's like I a also country think thing. Might, it might be a music thing too, because I know there's some seasons that oh, yep. they have music playing that they don't have the license for anymore, so they can't, uh -huh. they can't yep. share it. I think that's what happened Very with true. New Orleans. And then they put up the new New Orleans season right before Homecoming, but they like cut a song out or something. Yeah, I remember they showed like one episode of All Stars on MTV to kind of like draw viewers in, but it was like, everybody's like, oh, the music sucks in this one. And I was like, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best part about All Stars. Is yeah, it's like, the music. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so I want to bring it all the way back, talking about being young. I've, I'm going through these questions and a lot of them are about endurance. Okay. Um, I'm going to be completely honest. I've never seen it. Um, it's okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> It, you want endurance. Let's start mm -hmm. with that. Um, Blue team. Yeah. If you could just talk <laughs> about your time on the show, what it was like being a 12, 13, 14 year old reality star winner. I was also the youngest on that yeah. one. That's kind of crazy. So um, endurance. So at the time when I was, um, I was 13 when I was on that show. So I, when I was like 10, I signed up with an agency um, to do like acting, modeling. I think I wanted to be famous back then or something. Um, and so I remember there was this like casting for um, a competition reality show for kids. And so I was like, oh, I want to do that. I've got the heart. I can totally win. You know, um, little baby Johnny was like, I'm going to do it, you know, <laughs> um, and I did. So um, it was, it's really cool. If, if you do get the chance to go back and watch it, I honestly have no idea how you can do it. YouTube, maybe, I don't know. Um, but it's literally the challenge for, I think I was the youngest 13 and then the oldest was 15, but it's the same thing. It's eliminate daily challenges. Um, and then we had partners. So I was paired with, um, I was the youngest and then the oldest person was my partner. And, um, daily challenges and then there were eliminations you got to vote in two teams to go up to the temple and then only one team came back or whatever so it was literally the challenge uh before the challenge well no it wouldn't be before the challenge it was the, literally the challenge before i was on the challenge so yeah um it's honestly really cool and it's super cheesy for me to like go back and watch it because i'm like oh my gosh what was i saying like uh -huh. i was like oh the whole world at my fingertips and I'm going to see how I can do. And I was just so just young and bright and ready to take over the world. So, yeah. Love it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I got casted on that. Um, and it was, it's, what's kind of funny about it is like, so since it was the first season of that, like it was filmed a in Catalina Island, just on like the other side where like there were just rocks and nobody yeah. knew. So our parents, because we were minors had to stay with us. And so we filmed for like two weeks, maybe three weeks or something like that. And our parents were on the other side of that island, like the normal inhabited part, the part that everybody goes to. And they just had these like pagers. And like, so whenever, you know, your kid got eliminated, they would like page my mom or something <laughs> and be like, all right, it's time for you to come pick up your daughter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it, it, that show actually ended up being pretty popular too there ended up being multiple seasons of that and matter of fact um what's his name Jonathan Young the guy from Survivor I think he got like second place I don't know if it's he got there, fourth. But fourth fourth okay he got fourth um but I remember Scott like hit, Scott Yeager hit me up and he was just like dude have you heard of Jonathan Young he's like beasting on Survivor right now he's actually from Endurance I'm like how trippy is that like I would love the opportunity to like compete on which it's totally possible now yeah. i mean they bring people from survivor on the show yeah. so it's like 
you never know how cool would that be we could do like yeah. team endurance. endurance alliance yeah he um <laughs> everybody's been trying to get him on the challenge i don't know if you've seen him but he's like humongous he eats 12 raw eggs a day he said or 12 eggs a day there was one one challenge on survivor which you know like they're starved on that show yada 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 but the water was so rough that two other teams couldn't finish the challenge like they called it off he single-handedly dragged his boat across the water like with the storm going and finished the challenge I mean, it was the crazy. We need him on the challenge. Let's get yeah. let's get Jonathan Young on the challenge, guys. Well, I've seen I've seen one <laughs> of the one of the questions the listener sent in was um, if you knew Jonathan, but I want to know. You I don't of, personally know him, but okay. I, I know wanna, of him. Yeah, if they did a battle of the seasons three, like I know your battle of the seasons had four people. The first one was like duos, I believe, like Coral and the Miz were together. Uh, okay. Team Endurance, you and Jonathan. Oh, uh, hello, come on. Would, yes, I'm trying. I'm trying to get Jonathan to be my partner on the show. He I mean, apparently, you know, beast mode and we could, we could relate. We could go all the way back to our roots. Okay. Yeah. You guys would kill it, but kill <laughs> yes. it, kill yes. it. Um, so I want to get another listener question really quick. I'm sorry. We're going a little bit over, but I just like, that's okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. I, um, I just went to her school. So I wasn't here last year on her birthday. I was filming season two. Right. So I don't know the rules. I missed her first day of kindergarten and I wasn't here for her birthday. I missed a lot of things last year, yeah. but luckily it turned out okay like I said but so I showed up to the school this morning because I was first of all pissed that Kevin didn't wake me up early enough to like say happy birthday to her because usually I sleep in with Cal and then he brings her to school before he goes to work because she goes to school at 6 55 in the morning like who wakes up that early like not me um anyways so this morning I was like okay I remember I asked her teacher at meet the teacher day I was like oh can I bring like a little special birthday thing she's like yeah as long as it's like pre-packaged whatever so I show up to the school with like balloons and like cupcakes, right? And the front desk girl was like, oh man, balloons are not allowed in the building. I was like, oh, okay, these are for after school. And then she's like, also too, like, yeah, um, kids have allergies. So like, you can't bring any food items. And I'm just like, well, fail, fail number two today. Like, you know, but I'm hoping to surprise her when she gets out of school. So. Definitely. And then be uh, like, here's 24 cupcakes for you to eat. Yeah. <laughs> but you and your brother, 12 each. <laughs> yeah. Except for he's allergic to eggs. So. Oh, okay. Well, there's one thing. <laughs> she gets 24. Um, yes. Would you, this is my question, not the listener question, because I, I haven't, I'm still looking for listener questions, but your two kids on endurance, how do you think that would work? Who, who do you think they would oh. work? Oh, yeah. Listen. I talked about, or, you know, I've seen online people say like, oh, challenge legacy. Let me just tell you, Molly is coming for the win. She's yeah. coming and she's going to dominate. So uh-huh. <laughs> I, uh, it's, it's kind of funny because it's like, she used to be super confident and like, you know, people ask me like, oh, does she love the show? Like, honestly, to Molly, she's just like, oh, yeah, yeah. My mom's on a show. Cool. Like, she doesn't care at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but lately she's kind of changed a little bit. She, uh, you know, she used to be like very like, Oh, I can do anything, but now she's just like, I don't know. Her favorite answer to everything is like, I don't I'm like, would you love to do the challenge? She's like, I don't know. Like, okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um I saw some soccer clips of her. I feel like mm-hmm. she's athletic and she would kill it. I really mm-hmm. do like the challenge, endurance, whatever. She like, she totally like, would. Um, if she wa- like if she wanted to do it, absolutely. It's just uh-huh. like, hey, you know what? I could tell her this. The challenge is 90% mental, girl. Gotta believe it in here and then, then you'll you'll do it. <laughs> uh, 
So I, so found I don't her. know if she'd be interested though. So I think I think she she could win another five hundred k for the family. Yeah, hey, it could be million million dollar family. Yeah. I feel like if you win the global one, you could be a million dollar family too. That would be dope. <laughs> um, I have another listener questioner question. Um, somebody wants to know just your favorite memory from the original challenge, not all stars. My favorite memory from the original challenge. Um, you know, honestly, I'm going to have to, you know, I know people have said this before, but like, it literally is like, hurry up and wait. Like what you see on the show, like the actual film of like the eliminations, the dailies, all that. There's like 12 hours of downtime in between the two minutes that it actually makes air. So my favorite memory would probably be like the bus rides and all of that stuff that doesn't really get shown. Um, we get so bored because we don't have like phones or internet or anything. So it's like we have, there's so many characters that yeah. like we have to entertain each other, right? So I just, those are the memories I, I miss the most. It's like just sitting back and watching, you know, everybody act crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. so there's somebody that's, obviously a big endurance fan because they sent in a bunch of endurance questions um we kind of talked about jonathan but is there anybody you do still talk to from endurance um you know what so there's a um i've kept in touch with so my partner from the show aaron um, i haven't really kept in touch with him but our moms maybe because they spent so much time together on catalina island i don't know yeah. but they keep in touch so like i kind of through my mom hear stuff about like him and his family um, and then Ashley, um, she's like on the red team, I believe her and I, um, are friends on Facebook. So it's like, I kind of like, you know, I've seen her through there, but nothing like none of us have really kept super close in touch, but I would say out of anybody, the last person I talked to would be Ashley. Okay. Um, so I just have, you're like, I have no idea what that is. Yeah. I don't, I, I just like, um, I'm going to watch it if I can find it, but you said it's like hard you to should. find yeah and it's what's crazy is like the quality is like we're so used to like oh like season three is like high duff yeah like all this stuff it like looks like a movie right yeah. but if you look back at like you know 2003 or whatever it was it's like it's all like pixelated and shit you're like oh, i think that's john a right there i don't know <laughs> um so i just have one more question for myself before we get into like mm -hmm. try to spitfire these listener yeah. questions um, answer questions yeah <laughs> I want to just know about your childhood. Um, it was mentioned mm -hmm. a little bit in the real world and how it kind of brought you up to be, oh, I almost knocked this picture down, brought you up to um, being an adult, being a mom, being a two-time challenge champion. Um, we just mm -hmm. talk about that for a little bit. So, yeah, I mean, it was brought up on real world, but um, you know, it's funny. The other day, someone told me, they're like, Johnny, you should like write a memoir. Like you should write a book because like your life and where how you got to this point it's so like interesting and I forget because it's like you know it's my story so but um I was in foster care yeah um until I was my my caseworker um which if, if you know listeners don't know what that is but it's like when you're going through the process of when you're in foster care um and you have um, you have visitation with your parents and stuff like that. Your caseworker is the one who handles all of that for you. And they're kind of like your little friend, right? So yeah. my caseworker ended up quitting her job um, with CPS and she adopted me when I was nine. And so um, I actually knew my parents before they got married, which is kind of funny. Um, but yeah, so I just had a, this is different, not your traditional upbringing. Um, 
it's kind of crazy, like coming full circle, looking back at it now, just thinking of, you know, the age that I was when I was in the system was the age that my daughter is now. And it's, you know, if you, if you talk about like, you know, breaking generational curses or breaking that cycle, like, you know, I get down on myself for, you know, being gone for these moments or different things. But I like look at it as a whole, as like such an accomplishment, like that, you know, what, what my life could have been and the path that I was headed before, you know, my mom gave me the opportunity that she gave me, um, and changed my life forever. Like now, you know, she's such a strong woman and she's instilled all those strengths and stuff in me. And now I'm able to like pass that along to my daughter. And I just, it's, it's amazing. Like I, um, I look at it and it's like, what could have been my story? You know, I, once again, I'm the luckiest girl in the world didn't end up happening. And, um, now look at my life, you know, Definitely. So. <laughs> um, I wanted to say I appreciate you coming on. I'm going to try to for sure. spitfire okay. these yes. listener questions as quick as I can. First one is favorite food. Just... Um, um, I'm like, what is it? My favorite food is probably pizza. I mean, okay. I love pizza. So. Love it. Um, has there been any contact with Zach after your X's two elimination hammer loss? No, absolutely not. Um, uh, I haven't spoken to him. Um, I have, uh, you know, on social media and stuff, you know, talked to Jenna and um, we, it was so crazy about this whole thing. It's like, we're one big family. So it's like a lot of people that he knows mutually, I also know. So yeah, but as far as contacting him directly, no. How do you think you and him would do on like a rivals season together? Um, being the new Johnny that I am now. Yes. Um, I, you know, probably good. Cause you know, yeah. I wouldn't put up with shit. So, <laughs> um, the next one is dream vacation spot. Um, I want to go to, um, oh gosh, Naya just went there. Cause she, look at her fabulous life. Right. Yeah. Um, she just told me, uh, it wasn't Santorini. Oh, shoot. It's somewhere in Italy. It's like a small city in yeah. Italy. Okay. That place. That's where you want to go. Definitely. I want to go to Italy. Definitely. Um, if you could do another challenge season and have one dream female partner, one dream male partner, who are you picking? Um, for female partner, I would have to choose probably. So I always say Nani because it's like I I miss her and I just haven't seen her in years. But we are we were already partners. But dream partner um, would probably be like Rachel Robinson. Okay. Cause she's like a fucking beast and she's yeah. a mom and she's a badass. So maybe her. Um, and then for guys, um, I, you know, I'm going to have to say, I, I would like to be partnered with Jordan. Cause I feel like him and I, he can push me to a point that like, I feel like we would do really well. Not only is he like, you know, a marathon runner and beats. Um, and then I, the second person that I, I'm just going to throw it out there and say it just because it's fun. But um, I would love to have like bananas as a partner only because get this. No, no, no. Okay. And here's why um, he drives me nuts. But because like, like Wes said it at the end of season three that like, you know, he's enjoyed playing with me and this new person that I am is way different than I was back then. I think that his opinion of me is still the old Johnny. And so I would love to, you know, like be partnered with like, bananas or CT or like one of those people for them to be like, wow, you really have changed as a person, yeah. you know? So yeah. I think yeah. they get it. I mean, you're a two-time champ. 
I will say you and Jordan together would be my dream. Um, I am. <laughs> okay. So I got, I'm trying to find, I'm not gonna get to all of these, obviously. All right. Um, all right. Last one. I have, this is going to end on um, your favorite season of the challenge, regular or all stars and your least favorite season of the challenge, regular or all stars or all stars. Um, favorite season of the challenge, like to watch, like I oh, would you were to, on, that you were on. Oh, that I was on. Okay. Cause I was going to say one that I'd love to do would be the duel, but um, just cause it's so, and they kind of made season three like that. Yeah. Um, favorite season, um, that I was on, um, as far as like people and fun and all that stuff goes uh, for all stars, I would say season two was really fun. Mm -hmm. Um, and then for regular, the seasons that I was on before rivals was so much fun. Like the first rivals, um, not necessarily the concept of it, but we were literally like living in this, like it looked like a fucking like Swiss family Robinson, like jungle house, yeah. you know, whatever. So that was, I mean, and you know, it being one of my, my first ones as well, that was definitely one of my favorites. So. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, and that was the season. I don't know. I can't pick. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> I want to say thanks for coming on. Any last words where we can find you on social media, anything you want to mm -hmm. say, just your time to shine. Of course. Uh, thanks Dylan for doing this. Uh, I'm so happy I got to meet you at Chantino yes. because like you're awesome. Thank um, so you. thank thank you for having me. And um, you can find me on social media. I think um, my handle for Instagram is at Johnny Mannion, so J O N N A M A N N I L N. I believe Twitter is at Johnny MTV, but I like never go on there, so I, I don't even know if it's worth follow. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mainly just use Instagram, and I can barely figure that out. So, um, yeah, actually, Derek. My Derek was supposed to teach me how to make a reel from this weekend, but we, we didn't get around to it, but working on it. Yeah, me and Paige <laughs> filmed three TikToks and we didn't get around to it either. So <laughs> <laughs> we just did not have time. So we're going to help yeah. in Chicago. That's so much fun. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I want to go to Chicago. I want to go to Chicago just to like be a, like to like watch. Oh, go. Like, the or, whole panel thing is not my thing, but I would love to. <laughs> you killed the panel. Yeah, it's one of my it. favorite people. Yeah. Thank you. I was super nervous. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Happy birthday, to your daughter. Um, happy birthday, Nolly. <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday, Nolly. I'm, I'm just excited. I'm like, <laughs> like when I see like the little posters and stuff, I'm like, this is so cool. It's like, you get the cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. All right. Well, that's all I have. Okay. I want to say thanks for coming on. Um, of course. Thanks, Dylan. I hope I see you again at one of the manias soon. I, you probably will. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, bye. Bye. That was the episode with John. I hope you guys all enjoyed it. Um, again, once the poster is up, go like it, go follow both of my Instagram accounts and comment your favorite John A moment for a chance to win the Challenge Media Live Kansas City poster. Thank you. Chilling with Dylan, chilling with Dylan. Good vibes and such an incredible feeling. The podcast that you need and want. Interviews with reality TV stars. Uh, so entertaining. Now you don't want to miss uh, Real as it gets, never know what to expect. Uh, got a rep jersey, I thought I told you. Yes, indeed. Every week, got a brand new poster while I'm hey, chilling with Dylan, chilling with Dylan. Hey, chilling with Dylan, chilling with Dylan. Let's go.